0: Thank <phone> you. <rings> Welcome to Insider, the official podcast for the city of Murfreesboro. I'm Mike Browning. Thanks for joining us. Our topic today is Main Street, and our guest is Sarah Callender. She's the executive director of Main Street, Murfreesboro. And Sarah, thanks so much for joining us.
1: Thank you for having me. Yeah, it's exciting. good to have
0: you here. And so much vibrancy going on in downtown Murfreesboro now. It's changed just in the last couple of years.
1: Mm-hmm. It has, just since I've been here. I mean, the growth and the the businesses that want to be downtown. It's hard to find a space.
0: You came to Main Street as an executive director in 2019 and so you've started doing things making your changes mm -hmm. and been involved for several years now. What were you doing before you came to Main Street?
1: Yeah so I worked prior to Main Street I worked at Special Kids Therapy and Nursing Center. I did grant writing and development for for that nonprofit Um, and it, it that is a great Um, organization helps so many children with disabilities here in our community. And then before that, um, years before that, I uh, worked at the Boy Scouts of America out of Nashville. I was the district executive here at the Trail of Tears district. That was right out of college. So my experience has been with nonprofits and volunteering and development, that kind of thing.
0: Can you tell us about the history of Main Street and and really how the city of Murfreesboro is involved in Mm -hmm. it as well?
1: It definitely was um, speared on by the city in 1985. Um, A year, I guess, a year or two prior to that, they started advocating to become a part of the National Main Street Program. And the Main Street Program is part of the National Historic Trust. So there's Main Streets all over the country. And Murfreesboro was one of the first five Main Street programs to get accredited in the state of Tennessee. And we are the largest one right now in Tennessee. But uh, Dawn Eaton was the executive director, and she worked closely with city council and the mayor at the time. And they had to fill out all the paperwork to get accredited and um, started that year in 1985. And they really worked, back then they focused on, that was during the urban sprawl and you know so much of the downtown i think they had a lot of vacancies so they really focused on the streetscape and beautifying the downtown and just making it more of a vibrant you know location place so that's when they put the um, lights under the ground and they fixed the sidewalks and made crosswalks and just made it a place that people wanted to be
0: so that explains why preservation is so much a part of it and your offices are even connected to preservation.
1: We are, we share a building with the Heritage Center that's a part of um, MTSU and Dr. Van West. Um, But yes, the Main Street program is all about maintaining the historic downtown, preserving the um, history of it, the authenticity of the downtown, but then also moving forward and creating a sense of place, a sense of um, community for, you know, Murfreesboro now has so many transplants and people from all over the country that are moving here and we want our downtown to feel welcome to anybody not just people who are from Murfreesboro and this is an interesting fact when you know around the country when businesses are looking for cities to move to large corporations they look at how vibrant a downtown is in a city and as healthy as your downtown is shows how healthy your community is you know does the city government does the county government focus on the historic downtown Um, and we've done a not we, the Murfreesboro has done a great job doing this and, and putting money into the downtown to restore it.
0: For those who don't know, your office is at 225 West College Street, really kind of in the heart of downtown. The, the Justice Center, the new one is, is now a few blocks away and you still have the courthouse downtown. What are some of the projects that you get involved in or you've been involved in here recently?
1: so we are working closely with the economic development department Greg McKnight and um, in the planning department with some of the development that's coming along we, we get people in our office all the time new developers um, people who are looking to purchase buildings that just want to ask questions and so we're a grassroots effort you know it's just me full-time and an office manager um, and we're just here to connect people so people might come in they want to start a business downtown and we can connect them with the city government, help them um, as they're trying to figure out how to start a business, where there's vacancies downtown, um, and then really supporting the businesses once a business owner takes you know, root and starts their business. How can we support them by connecting them with the Small Business Development Center, offering free workshops for them? We have um, access to grant money through the state because of the Main Street program. So we were able to do that this year and connect some businesses to access some COVID money through a pivot and recover grant. Um, The Main Street program, the board voted this year to, give five thousand dollars to two different businesses for a property enhancement grant so We had two businesses downtown, Beckman's and Vita's, who were approved for that grant, and they're doing some restoration on their building. Beckman's is replacing their sign. Um, And the outside, um, where they have turf, and Vita's, is they had closed windows on the side of their building where Maple Street is, and they're opening that up and and making it back to what it was originally. So that's part of what the Main Street Program is doing, is just advocating um, for the historic buildings and helping the businesses owners.
0: Uh, Just since you've been here I think of a number of restaurants that have come downtown which is really helpful because when it was only offices it wasn't as vibrant really Mm -hmm. I mean to be honest with you and now we have Uh, things like Puckett's and and the Red Bicycle, which is changing its name to Joni's, um, they recently did quite a bit of rehabilitation there.
1: That's right, and they received the Design Award last year, um, Red Bicycle at the time, now Joni's. They received the Design Award, and so did Brohalla, the building kind of down the street from them, on the public square, and that's something that Main Street does, is try to recognize business owners that put their own money into their buildings so many of these business owners are renting their buildings but yet people don't realize they put their own money into restoring them most of the time Um, and that's a big commitment and so we want to congratulate them for that but you're right we have so many restaurants downtown right now you kind of think of a theme for your downtown and i would definitely say it would be eating and entertainment and we've got more coming. There's a, a bowling alley, you know, that's um, coming down on Main Street. It's a miniature bowling alley. Um, and we've got the throwing the axes. I mean, there's all kinds of activities to do downtown and eat and drink and coffee shops.
0: In preparing for this interview, you provided some information, which I was really amazed by. The 31 new businesses.
1: Last year. That's right. We, it's amazing. I mean, it's sad that we have a lot of businesses that do close because they're, small business owners and you know i don't know the statistics but it's it's a very high number that actually end up closing within the first few years of opening but then we have a very healthy downtown that we have so many businesses and yes we had 31 new businesses just in the downtown district last year that opened
0: how do you get involved in economic development
1: so part of the Main Street program we have an accreditation and we have to do reporting on the numbers so like we have to work with the city to get how much public funding was put into the downtown how much private funding um, whenever a new business is opened we get that contact information and we reach out to them to to just offer support and tell them who we are um, and we Main Street has taken over the downtown business association that was something that changed when I got the job they came to me and asked if Main Street would take that over and so we said sure so right now we've got like 120 businesses that have chosen to be a member a business member of downtown we create a map and we print the map and give it to the chamber and hotels just to try to promote tourism to for people to come downtown and be able to find their way around Um, so that's how we're involved that way now
0: does Main Street actually announce or award a business of the year
1: Yes, so we do the business of the year along with the design award, and both of these awards are given in February um, when we have our annual meeting. And this past year, the Walnut House received the business of the year award for their work. Um, they work very closely with the alley, um, but they also just they give so much back to the community, and they host nonprofit charity events in, the, in their um, event space, and they just do a lot. So we were able to recognize them and congratulate them for their work.
0: And they've been around a long time, and people who haven't mm-hmm. been there are kind of amazed when you go inside. There's so much in there that you don't realize is inside That's that right.
1: building. It's been a lot. I think it was a, a horse stable or something, you know, a long, a long time, time ago. ago, and then it's been a church and a therapy center it's been a lot but they're doing a great job of having it as an event space right now
0: and obviously a big part of what you do is promotion you you try to advocate for downtown
1: mhm In what ways do you do that? So the promotion is one of the other points of the Main Street program. And the way that they started that back in the 90s was just creating events. So what better way to get people to come to the downtown than to invite them to a free event? So Friday Night Live concerts were started, um, Jazz Fest was started, and then the farmer's market. And so we continue those. Our Main Street has a a very strong um, reputation with our events. We're having our fourth and very last for the season Friday Night Live concert this week of the 16th of September, Um, but we have four of them during the summer, and all of these are free events to just draw people, even from outside of our county, to come and bring a friend, if you've got family, and just sit outside and... and experience something. The farmer's market is a great event that we've had. It starts in May and it runs all the way through October. We've got almost 70 vendors all the way way around the courthouse. Um, It's eight to 12 every Saturday and that's a great economic um, development push for people to come downtown to shop because everybody looks for farmer's markets and then walk around and eat and visit the shops. And so the business owners really appreciate that event because it just brings people to the downtown.
0: I was reading that farmer's markets have a long history. I, I didn't realize. I thought maybe they were more contemporary, but they go way back where farmers would bring their goods to downtown.
1: Mm-hmm. I remember my grandfather, growing up, would load his stuff in his truck and, and go to a downtown and sell it out of his truck. So these are definitely more organized, and it seems to be the thing to do now is to go seek out a farmer's market when you visit. I know when I travel, it's fun to find out if a downtown has a farmer's market, and they're all different and eclectic, and and um, we love to have music at ours and just all local vendors from within Middle Tennessee um, selling their goods, and it's just a fun way to... To see neighbors, you always see somebody when you're walking around, bring your dog out. So,
0: Farmers markets and concerts, as you mentioned, are part of the sense of place that, yes. that cities need to have, mm-hmm. right?
1: That's right, and that's a big theme right now, place making and creating a sense of place. Especially, like I said, with so many people who aren't from here, who are moving here. A lot of people who don't even know what a square is you know they just have heard of a downtown and um, in other cities they don't call it the square but we're very um, fortunate to have a historic courthouse on our square and so that is a sense of place and that um, we people come and see the courthouse and we have a great location we have a, a walkable square and the space to have these events for people to sit um, underneath the courthouse and the courthouse just opened a museum a new museum that's which right. tells the
0: history of place Yes
1: so make sure you go out to that there that's open during business hours during the week and on Saturdays during the farmers market it's opened as well so you could go into the courthouse and see that.
0: Yeah, uh, they did a really good job with that. Mm-hmm. Um, I know the Historic Preservation was involved in that as yes. well. So uh, it, I've been through it when they first opened, it. it's, it's fantastic. Mm-hmm. A lot of That's really neat, neat things to see there. Um, you're involved in a lot of other events, like Christmas downtown where the mm-hmm. tree lighting, and then right now, the Scarecrow.
1: That's right. That's just something fun that um, I started when I got the job. Just They did it in other cities, and I thought it would be neat, and again, Main Street is just connecting groups and people, and I just put it out there, and we have MTSU students, we have different MTSU departments that take on a scarecrow, and they make one, and um, civic groups and churches and schools, and we've got about 25 scarecrows that will be set up in October, and they'll be located outside of a business and we'll do a trail so you can bring your kids and walk around downtown and find all the scarecrows and vote for your favorite one.
0: And one of the favorites is the Sip, Shop, and Stroll.
1: That's right. So that's another way that we promote um, the local businesses when they do after-hours shopping events and just through marketing, and um, they stay open late at night and and have drinks and food, and um, the restaurants will have bands a lot of times. And the next big one is getting ready for the holidays. That first Friday in November is the big kickoff downtown, so... Make sure you come to that.
0: Now, obviously, to be able to do all of this, and you said you're basically an organization of two or one. Yes. <laughs> um, how, how are you funded? How do you, you know, to, to get the money that you need to do all
1: of yeah. this? Yeah. So we are a nonprofit, and we have one fundraiser during the year called Taste of Rutherford. It's in the summer and we were able to have it at Oakland's Mansion this year and it's fun so we raise money through that event but then we receive um, we are partners with the city of Murfreesboro under the economic development uh, department and so we work closely with them and we get funding through their department and the Rutherford County government we receive grant funding from them and then sponsorships for all of our free events you know, how do we put on these concerts? We, we have to pay for the staging and the band. We do that through business sponsorships. And we've got great support in this city through a lot of businesses that sponsor our events.
0: If there was one thing you could do that would be a, an idea or something you would love to see implemented, but maybe even money's cutting you short, mm-hmm. but what are some of the things you'd like to see happen in the future, in the next five years?
1: Well, I would love to do more marketing Um statewide you know just for other counties if you think about people always say oh I wish we were like the Franklin downtown or I think that some of the cities that really focus on their downtown do a lot of marketing for tourism and just making sure that they have different types of businesses represented in their downtown that draws people to it I think we're on the the right path. I mean, I'm so excited about some, there's three major developments that are coming into the downtown that include mixed use for businesses and apartments and hotels um, on the Broad Street, You know, that section of the Broad Street where the old city police department was um, and daylighting the creek in Cannonsburg. I mean, all of that is going to be beautiful and, and bring people downtown for tourism. And the One East College Project where the First United Methodist Church is. I mean, once that is finished, that's going to be just another way to bring people to stay in a hotel and to use the downtown as a tourist attraction. So... I'm excited about that. Well,
0: as they say, Rome wasn't built in a day, and we're definitely moving in that direction more toward, let's say, like you said, Franklin. Um, There was a time when Main Street first started. They complained about the electrical lines Mm -hmm. going through the middle of downtown, Mm -hmm. and things were falling apart, and there was a lot of aluminum rather than brick. And so, I mean, people have noticed visibly that there's change
1: going on. Right. It is a very pretty downtown we've very pretty and i know the, the courthouse actually won the design award last year as well i left them out but they um they were received the award for all of the renovation that they did on the courthouse and the landscaping and creating that museum
0: one of the things you're trying to do now is to bring more concerts to downtown in addition yes. to the friday night live um, there's a a a way that people can get involved to try to do that Mm -hmm. so explain that for us
1: yes so you asked what would be also a dream if i had the money is to give other groups that are doing concerts and not just concerts but events for example um the bradley academy museum von schell over there is doing a great job with the city parks and rec and they put on the juneteenth event um the Rutherford Arts Alliance is an organization that's just a few years old, and they, you know, don't have a lot of funding, but they are interested in bringing the Philharmonic, Tennessee Philharmonic Symphony, to downtown. We've never had the orchestra, you know, since I've been around, to play downtown and for free. Um, the Center for the Arts is looking at doing Shakespeare in the Park again for free, and the way we can do that is through this grant that we have the opportunity to apply for, so I applied this summer and we we moved into the first phase of it. So we're one of 36 cities in the United States, the only one in Tennessee. And we're in a two week period now where you have to vote and the whole reason they do that is to show, to see what communities are supporting the organization. And so it's a text vote or an online vote and you just have to vote one time and the top 20 cities, at the end of the two-week period, move on to the third phase, where 10 cities will get $90,000. And that's a matching grant over three years, but Main Street would be able to use the money for the Friday Night Live concerts and to give it to other organizations that already do an event like Earth Day. They do that on the square to where they can provide a concert that would be for the community and be for free. So it would be 10 events during the year to bring people downtown to create a sense of place um, in an underutilized space, which would be around our courthouse because we don't have an amphitheater. Um, So we're excited about that.
0: And so the way people can do that, bring it to Murfreesboro, is to text MBORO, M-B-O-R-O, to 866-267-267. 2023. That's 866 267 And the more votes, the better. That's right? right. And there was another way where you can go to vote, levitt, vote. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, but as you were explaining this, I was assuming it was just more about music or concerts, but it's it's several types of events.
1: Yes. Well, it has to be a musical event, but it can be of any they, they want it to be diverse and to attract different demographics. So that's why I mentioned like different organizations like the Center for the Arts doing Shakespeare, having the symphony or having um We've even talked to the cultural festival; they do that at MTSU, but having some aspect of it on the square just to get more people to be able to be exposed to music and different genres and create diversity in our downtown.
0: So you said the Center for the Arts, as long as there's music involved in the production, exactly, then that would be there okay. has to be
1: music, and it has to be by our courthouse. That's the location that we have chosen as the place. What's the
0: timetable for this?
1: So the voting is now until September 21st and then we'll find out if we're in the top 20 cities and then um, we move on to the third phase and the foundation chooses the 10 cities based on like how many votes they got but also on their grant proposal and we'll find that out in November. And then we have to start putting on the concerts next year. So um, April through October is when we have to have the 10 concerts.
0: So again, it's important that you do that. You text your vote to MBORO to eight six six two six seven two zero two three, so that we can have these fine concerts mm-hmm. and get this grant.
1: That's right. All for free. And all you have to do is vote one time. You don't have to vote multiple times and share with your friends.
0: All right. Sarah Callender, thanks so much for being with us from Main Street Murfreesboro. Yeah.
1: Thank you for having me.
0: So Sarah Callender has been our guest, the executive director of Main Street Murfreesboro here on The Insider. For more information on Main Street or to get involved, you can visit www.mainstreetmurfreesboro.org or email Sarah at downtownmurfreesboro.com. This podcast has originated from City Hall. Thanks for listening via Podbeam, Spotify, Apple Podcast, and Amazon Music, Audible, and now Google Podcast. You can also watch The Insider right here as you're watching on YouTube. Our producer is the award-winning Michael Nevels. For more information on the city of Murfreesboro, it's murfreesborotngovernor i I'm Mike Browning for the official Insider Podcast. Thanks for joining us.